Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. It'd be easy to just say that the play Tentacles, written by and starring Tessa Flannery and directed by Rebecca Cunningham, is a play about a niche category of porn and let that salacious idea stand on its own. But that would leave out all the other layers in the work, and that just wouldn't be fair. I chatted with Tessa and Rebecca after their opening night performance in the 2018 Frigid Festival. Quick tech note, you might hear a couple little strange noises in there. It's the sound of rain hitting the umbrella over the mic, but it's only noticeable a few times. Here's the interview. Take a listen. So, um... I like to start with everyone's name on the mic. So, welcome to the podcast. Um, full disclosure, a good friend of mine is uh, the director on the show. Please say your name and what you did on the show. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and I'm the director. Of? <laughs> Tentacles. And we also have with us the star slash writer, correct? Yeah, yeah. I'm Tessa Flannery, writer-performer <laughs> of Tentacles. And uh, as with the last frigid episode, we're standing right outside of under St. Mark's. It's almost midnight, and um, it's in the rain. So uh, apologies for that, listeners. But I had to talk I about think tentacles. It creates an ambiance, right? Yeah, it feels like real New York spring. This is um, the, the whole <laughs> point February. of Go See a Show, <laughs> like you know, creating that real, like legit indie theater vibe. So yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so a show called Tentacles. Uh, Obviously, it's about tentacle porn, but um, tell us about what the show is about. How do you, so I always like to, I mean, not obviously. So I always like to start with that question. Like, what is the show? How do you describe to somebody, come see my show? I mean, you do have the hook of it's about tentacle porn, but yeah. seriously, how do you describe the show to people? Like, when you tell them to come, come and see it, what do you tell them to see? Uh, I've been telling them, because I'm real bad at that, but I've been telling them it's a, a, a grad student presenting uh, her, like, talk on feminist pornography and and tentacle porn and ravishment fantasies and it gets interrupted by her former college flame who is a porn star and adds <laughs> more layers to the narrative because i mean in addition to the fact that you have a um i, I yeah japanese american well yeah i don't want to i don't want to ruin anything about the show so spoiler alert sort of but there's a there's an element of um mansplaining that pops in um right away but then there's also this like well wait a minute there's a cultural question going on so not only do we have the very uh difficult and sticky question of uh sexuality and uh relationship to pornography but then we have relationships between the genders and then on top of that cultural uh, uh, there's so much going on and it definitely, definitely feels like a grad school talk so but it's presented in such a fun and you know intriguing entertaining way so talk to me about like that idea of you know putting all these layers on top of each other like this crazy palimpsest of uh, so many different complicated issues yeah. living together mm-hmm. in the world of hentai <laughs> Uh, Rebecca, you want to feel this one because you're the you're the queen. Well, as you, I mean, as you can imagine, it was there was a lot of discussion in the room, and this sort of this play was built from conversations we had about uh, porn and sexual assault, and when we hired Chris to play the actor, he's. Japanese American and he brought his perspective and so that was added to the play mm-hmm. we couldn't ignore it and we yeah I I love working on shows that have strong women as the leads but I also 
really love when they're flawed and the character Tessa is not perfect and uh, is certainly privileged and is coming at it from that perspective and so we throw that at her. Tessa throws that at her. <laughs> with her writing. True. Tessa throws that at Tessa, which is another thing that I want to talk about. I mean, Tessa <laughs> and Chris play Tessa and Chris. Uh, that's a bold choice, uh, especially when you with the material that you're dealing with. Like, what is it? Was it for the idea of um, giving that sense of uh, verite at the the top of the show? Uh, what talk to me about that choice? Yeah. Um, uh, well, so uh, when Rebecca and I, Rebecca, this is our third collaboration, Rebecca and I, and the first few shows we worked on were autobiographical. Uh, that, that's uh, I have a training and, and experience working in creating autobiographical shows that are usually solo shows. So it, was, it wasn't a leap for me to be like, I'm playing a version of myself in the show, but it, I think it probably asked for a lot of trust from Chris, uh, and thank goodness he was so kindly willing for the character to just be called Chris. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, it adds, if you know us, obviously, it, and it's, it's, it can get I guess it, yeah, I guess there's the potential that in the rehearsal room it would be hard to like separate things out because we are talking, we, we talk about the character Tessa and then Tessa the writer and then Tessa the actor and then we talk about the character Chris and Chris the actor. But uh, somebody who came on board who kind of helped us, I think, was Claire Warden, uh, our intimacy and fight director. It was great to have her because it made, like the lines were very clear when we were being Tessa the actor and Chris the actor and when we were just being Tessa and Chris and like having a good time in rehearsals and not beating each other up. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on, like this is part of Frigid and uh, this is the second show that I've seen with the festival and as with all festivals you have that uh, crazy wild um, highly compressed time in which you get on stage and get everything working and usually very little technical rehearsal and uh, feel free to tell me, like, please cut this part out. But, um, you know, I, I did see the, the first night of the show and there was a technical failure. Uh, and, and a show that relied, uh, I think, maybe a bit more, um, well, I'm using the word relied and that's probably not right. Uh, a show that incorporates uh, visual. Are a character. And yeah, they are. <laughs> I just saw the show Sans Projections and can't really imagine what I would have seen that would have augmented the show. Mm. However, I would imagine that mm. as um, you know, the director sitting in the audience if the uh, projector doesn't work and the actor backstage hearing that there will be no projections, just go anyway, that's got to be nerve-wracking as shit. So like, talk to me about like, what happened. Like, I love failure. I think I mentioned this a little earlier. Like, I think that's why we do theater is that possibility things might go wrong. But um, you know, I'm saying that from the comfort of my cushy seat with a Carlsberg. So talk to me about that. Like, what was that like for you guys? And, and, and how, did you, how did you adjust? We had, do you want to talk about it? You first. We had issues. I would love for you both to talk about we it. We had issues the day of tech. So we knew that going in and we tried to prepare ourselves to have it fixed today and it, and it didn't work out. Yeah. And when it wasn't working out, there was sort of this like calm, to be yeah. quite honest. We were just, yeah. because freaking out didn't feel like an option. And well, this, it also doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> and, and so um, what's so great uh, about it is that this play, it, within the play, a lot of things go wrong. All of the things Tessa has planned 
completely they all go awry and um nothing ends up the way that it should and yeah it's very on brand for our projector to <laughs> fail and it, i think it worked for the show it's like oh we don't have projections okay yeah. great just one more thing to fuck up this whole evening yeah. on yeah. brand failure i on want you brand. to tra- you got to yeah. put that on a t-shirt yeah yeah, yeah i am um, i would agree like the calm thing i was i'm surprised at how calm i felt about it now that was like in the moments before the show when i actually went out on stage like normal nerves plus the fact that we didn't have the projectors plus the fact that the audience was bigger than i expected i i think i will admit that i went up on a couple of lines and was a little like lost my place a time or two spoiler alert that happened just this one time it will never happen again um (laughs) Uh, but I, but, um, so I think it affected me more than I was like letting on, but it really, I really did feel like really calm about it. And Rebecca asked me, what do you want to do? And I was like, let them use their imaginations. Cause in a way, what, what, what we describe as being on the projector is something that everyone is going to imagine differently. You, and you're saying exactly what I was thinking. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, actually, this is great. And, and I got feedback from other audience members too, that they were like, it was kind of great just to have the audio in this part and hear that and imagine what it would have looked like. So, yeah. Yep. So, audience, if you do come to check out the show, you will likely get projections because they're fixing everything. And uh, <laughs> we are theater masters, but uh, just close your eyes during the projections and, and get it the way it's meant to be felt. Right. Uh, no, just kidding. So, uh, the show is Tentacles. Uh, we're under Saint, at Under St. Mark's. The show runs through March 4th. Uh, with the festival, with various dates, I'll yeah. list them all. Don't worry, you don't have to like remember oh, the crazy I remember times. Them all if you oh want wow, me to. that's intense. If you, you want to say them, yeah. Re- okay, check it. this Saturday, the 17th at 2:10 p.m. Next Wednesday, the 21st at 8:50 p.m. Friday, the 23rd at 8:50 p.m. And the final show is Friday, March 2nd at 5:30 p.m. I'm impressed. <laughs> that's that's intense. Uh, so I'll also put that all in the show notes. Um, so can anyone? Uh, is there like a website or anything oh, folks yeah. can learn more about the show? You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Tentacles the Play. And don't go to it, Tentacles right? the Porn. Don't go to Tentacles you the can, Porn. You can you I mean, can go. go. Check it out. <laughs> Wonder Just, about it. If you want to look up Tentacle Porn, we're not going to yuck your no, yum. Yeah, Do you? Absolutely. Pre- yeah. Incognito we'll mode, y'all. Um, and uh, thank you both so much for doing this and yeah, for hanging out you. in the rain. Yeah, seriously, this is some legit indie theater stuff, y'all. Um, thank you both. Break legs on the rest of the round. Thank okay, you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Tessa and Rebecca, for standing in the rain so late at night to do this interview. You can catch Tentacles as part of the 2018 Frigid Festival at Under St. Mark's, 94 St. Mark's Place in Manhattan. Remaining performances were just listed for you by Tessa, and you can also find them in the show notes for this episode, as well as at voyagetheatercompany.org. That's theater with an E-R. And once again, as with the last episode of Go See a Show, this show is part of the 2018 Frigid Festival. More shows in the fest will be covered on this podcast, but head to frigidnewyork.info for a full schedule of shows and to get tickets. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Ciao. Good to see you.